0: Today, I'm going to teach you guys how I just saved $500. I just did it between yesterday and today. I saved $500 per month or $6,000 per year. It's actually $497 if you really want to get uh, detailed and technical, but you guys know that's usually not my style. So anyways, how did I do it? And this whole lesson today is on creating more investable dollars. You know, if you look at all the different things that go into building wealth that we talk about on indestructible wealth and that other financial gurus and experts talk about as well, and the number one key to building wealth is the gap between your income and in your expenses. This determines your financial life. If you save $100 per month, so you're saving and investing 100 per month, and you are twice as good as me as an investor, which I don't think that would be all that difficult. Let's just say you're earning a 10% return on investment or return on capital. And I save and invest a thousand dollars a month earning a 5% ROI. So half of years after 20 years, you're going to have 68,730 and I'm going to have $396,000. The amount of investable dollars that you create per month is the key to your financial future. On my Instagram account, I'm posting this graph chart that says how to get rich and the relative impact that activities have on building wealth. And when you look at the chart, the biggest components by 97% of the chart. So you divided between increasing income, decreasing expenses, and then there's the all the other things: uh, high yield savings, Roth versus a traditional investment or a retirement account, an ETF or a mutual fund, 401k versus IRAs, tax loss harvesting buy versus rent, which uh, we just covered on a podcast. Credit card churning, meaning the how quickly you pay off your credit cards, utilize other people's money, stock picking, you know, there's a list goes on and on, right? Of all the strategies that help you build wealth. All the other activities that you do, the most important things are increasing income and decreasing expenses. Or as I talked about many times you can only squeeze so much blood out of the proverbial turnip, right? So there's only so much that you can cut back before you get overly restrictive and then you're not enjoying your life in the now. There's a point to which you can sacrifice too much in the now for the future. Where is that balance? I know it's tough. That's very, very difficult for most of us as humans to try to figure out, okay, I want to enjoy my life right now, so I'm going to spend this now versus if I sacrifice right now and I can invest this, I'm going to get so much more consumption later, right? And that balance is only something that each of us can figure out for ourselves. However, overall, in the grand scheme of things, getting wealthy is all about how many investable dollars that you have. And the only way to create more investable dollars is to increase your income and decrease your expenses. Okay, We're going to audit your expenses. Now, when we think about a financial audit, none of us think about that as, oh yeah, I'm going to enjoy that. I'm going to love that. That's going to be fun. In fact, that's something I absolutely don't want to fucking do ever. Right, So, you're probably in all likelihood, you're going to skip over this. You're going to listen to what I have to say, but then you're actually not going to take action. And I understand because this was actually out of nine hours of lessons in my video course, this was the very last video that I had to do. I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off because I knew that in order to effectively teach this lesson, or actually, you know, in order to uh, record a podcast on this subject, right? I knew that I had to do it myself. I had to do my own financial audit so that I could come back to you and say, "Look, I did it. It wasn't fun, but saving five hundred dollars, six th- a month, six thousand dollars in a year—that's a pretty big deal." No, I don't. No matter how much money you make. 6,000 bucks that you're almost wastefully spending in a month and 6,000 over a year is still, that's quite a chunk. I mean, you know, what do we fear? Why does our stomach get turned into knots when we get pulled over or we we see the flashing lights, you know, go off behind us? We're like, oh my God, is that me? Is that me? Please pass me. Oh, they passed me. Thank God. Right? Why are we so... Like, why do we get so uptight about that or so nervous when we see those police, you know, lights going off behind us when we're driving? Well, because we know we're going to get a a ticket. We're going to pay a fine. So what are those, you know? you get the fine. What is it? 150 bucks, 200 bucks. I mean, some of you have real lead foot. So your speeding tickets could be more than that. And then of course, we're worried about the points on our insurance, which is going to cause our insurance to go up. And so that's an additional cost. So, but that's still, you know, what are we talking about? A few hundred bucks for a, for a pullover speeding ticket. Whereas you're already kind of giving yourself a self-imposed speeding ticket every single month because you're not auditing your expenses. I think of it like a lot like weeds growing up around our house, right? It's just something that's inevitably going to happen is that these things are going to creep into the weeds in your financial life are going to creep in. You sign up for something that, you know, it's a monthly subscription and you're, you know, you believe that you're going to use it or you do use it for a time and then you stop using it but you never take the time to cancel it. An audit is an examination of an organization or an individual's accounts or their financial information. It's time that we do an audit of your spending. The question is, what are some things that you're spending on that aren't serving you, that you're not using? Let's eliminate them and We're going to invest the savings. No, we're not going to spend the savings. We're going to invest the savings for your future because you were already parting with that money and either wastefully or even unaware spending it. So you're not going to miss it. It was still going out the door every month. Let's just reclassify, redirect that spending into something that's going to benefit your future. Okay. So what are you paying on that you shouldn't be? Let's give you some ideas. Monthly subscriptions are the number one thing that come up, right? What are you getting auto-billed for every month? You've got, you know, you got your Netflix, Spotify, Hulu, YouTube Premium, those are a few that come to mind. And then monthly subscriptions with your cable or your cell phone plans. Are there any bad habits that you have that are really costing you not only financially, but could they be costing you um, your health and your vitality and your energy, wearing you down? Maybe emotionally, things like smoking, alcohol, gambling, or pornography. That's those are all things that we all know don't um, really serve us. Now, okay, listen, gambling. I know you're going to say, "Well, uh, you know, does that?" I don't really gamble. I'm a poker player. I play the odds. I make tons of money playing it. Sometimes I do lose, but um, my win rate is 80%. So don't point fingers at me on that one. Okay. Gambling would be like, you go to the casino, you really have no shot of winning. You know, you don't have any shot of winning and you do that over and over and over again. I'm not against it. If it's for entertainment and it's something that you know, you don't do like on a very consistent basis with uh, almost an addiction-like quality because I think everything in moderation is, you know, is probably fine. Although I don't think uh, smoking in any capacity is good for you at all. That does not serve you, nor do I think any level of pornography is going to serve you. Those are such highly, highly addictive things that are going to really hurt you, not only financially, but they hurt you in, in multiple areas of life. Are you paying too much in taxes? You know, have you really gone through my lesson, the podcast on how to save more in taxes up to like $10,000 or more actually? Have you really taken the time to go through that and study it and implement that? Because there's several items on there that are be very easy to do and they're very easy not to do. Are you buying new expensive cars? You know, we, have a, we didn't, my wife and I, we didn't buy new cars all the way up until about 2 years ago when i got my new tesla and then she got a new mercedes benz suv up until that point we'd always bought used cars in fact the only time i ever bought a new car was back in 2001 and i bought a bmw thought i had to have it even though i already had a car that was paid off and that was a pretty nice car it was getting a little bit kind of run down but it was still pretty decent And I had to get a new BMW because of course I needed to, I mean, business had gone up and I wanted the respect and I wanted to look good. Right. So very, very costly decision to do that. So that was, that money could have been redirected and compounded into something that created, you know, an incredible growth in assets. And instead I bought a huge liability. Right. So What about a hobby that's too expensive? Do you have something that you're spending a lot of money on that is financially just it's just too much for where you're at right now? There's definitely things out there that you can do hobby wise that are much less expensive than potentially things that you're doing right now. We really didn't go golfing and skiing nearly as much in our early years of building wealth because those are very expensive hobbies, okay? And then food, such as dining out instead of meal prepping or eating in. Are you spending a lot of money each month on these types of things just because you want convenience? I mean, you can cook healthier And create more energy and vitality for yourself by cooking yourself. So look at that. And, you know, when we were in the early stages of building wealth, my wife and I would go out to eat maybe once a month, maybe twice at the most. We were also careful about, you know, the value of what we were spending so we would typically go to you know mid-level restaurants versus the five star restaurants locally and now of course you know like look we we go out anytime we go out to eat i'm getting going to the nicest restaurant and i'm spending usually getting the most expensive thing on the menu cuz it's what i want it's usually like the surf and turf or something you know really nice steak or the great seafood special that they've got going that's you know market price right well in the early stages because your money is compounding we didn't do that now that we have multiple streams of income coming in we've got a really strong earning power and strong you know investment plan then now we You know, we don't worry about that. We don't look at when we look at the menu. I'm not looking at the price first. I'm looking at what I want first. So that definitely will change. This is temporary, you guys, as far as some of these things go. But you know what I found when I did my own audit is that I was unnecessarily spending, wastefully spending on things that I just was had not uh, proactively canceled out or had not proactively looked to reduce the cost of that particular item. I'm going to give you a few examples. So the goal is to create $500 or more per month when you go through your financial audit. I think you can realistically find $500 per month. I think at a bare minimum, you may not be spending and doing some of the stupid shit that I was doing or am doing up until today, but I think you can find at least two or $300 per month. I'd be shocked if you couldn't get to $500 or more if you really took this seriously. So then take that money and then invest it, You know, put it into a high cash value whole life policy or index funds, but set it up on auto payment. Okay, After just 20 years, say you get 10% interest on $500 per month, that's $343,000, you guys, that you're going to have. 20 years, think about that. You clear off $500 per month today, and you just sit it and forget it and put it into a index fund that generates around 8 maybe 10% interest or compounding interest growth per year. That's... $343,020 years that you're going to have. That's, I mean, gosh, if I think back, if I had done this 20 years ago, I would like to have an extra $343,000, you know, in my net worth in my bank account. All right. So let's look at what I found from my audit. Verizon, we went To Verizon, and we were looking to add an additional line for our son Tyler. He's 11 now and um, going on 12 shortly. And we want to be able to track that little booger around, right? So we want him to have a phone so we can get a hold of him quickly and we can um, track his whereabouts. (laughs) So, gosh, oh man, it's got to be tough for kids nowadays with the parents being able to track their every move. If I had my parents at the ability to do that god that would really fucking suck right so verizon uh we ended up adding a line but because they had a, a like a new special offer going we saved 75 dollars doing that and then in comcast is where we saved the most i saved 200 we had so many channels and things on our package and it was just garbage so and i called and said it's essentially threatened to like cancel my whole account all of a sudden, they found uh, lots of different ways to reduce my monthly bill uh, and to keep us you know, engaged. So we made a huge savings there. And then Netflix, I had two Netflix accounts I was paying on for like the last two years. What, the, <laughs> what? What am I doing? I'm a financial coach, guys. And yet here I am doing this stupid shit. So don't feel so bad, okay? Magic software. I don't even know what this was for. It was I went to the site to look at what I've signed up for and it was in German. So I don't know I don't know what what happened here but boom I canceled it. Um, Sony, my kids signed up for Sony PlayStation thing for $15 a month. So I'm like, what is this? You guys like, well, this is how we get a lot of our games. I'm like, how often do you use it? Well, we do use it. I'm like, okay, well then you can pay me for it. So, um, the kids are paying that now PayPal automatic payments. I signed up for the ability to do automatic payments. So people could pay me automatically every month. We were doing a promotional fund with our team, where everybody would pay in, and to simplify it, I set them all up to auto pay, so I didn't have to go down chasing people down for money. Right? I don't use that anymore. So there, bam! I'm paying twenty dollars a month for the last year of something that you know we're not even doing and using. Um, and then there was ExpressVPN, ten bucks. No idea what that was. Discord, ten bucks. Apparently, I upgraded in the Discord, but I never even log into that. Bam, done. Uh, the Valve Corp, five bucks, no idea what the fuck that is. Gone. Google, four dollars. Last I know, it's free to do Google ch- searches. Well, it's kind of free. I mean, they you know we are the <laughs> we are the product. When everything anytime anything is free, you're the product. You know, you're know, you the one that's being monetized and sold. I canceled that. Hoping I'm not canceling anything I need for business. I don't think. Microsoft, 15 bucks. I mean, I've got an iMac now. I don't use that. So that's gone. And then alcohol, a hundred dollars approximately in savings. I have really cut back over the last two months. Not that I was drinking every single night. I don't want to you know put that out there because i i've never done that maybe like in a vacation you know seven days straight i'm on vacation i'm gonna i'm gonna have alcohol every day right but on a whole as a healthy balanced lifestyle you know i was drinking you know too much in the evening i needed a, a i thought i needed a drink to like kind of calm down and because my mind races with all the things that i didn't get done for the day and all the things i still have to do right so, alcohol was my tool of choice to try to calm that down so I could be present with my family. So, I knew I needed to switch and do things healthier. So, I moved my workouts to 4:30 5 o'clock so that the workout naturally gives me that endorphin high and rush and makes me feel good and calms me down afterwards right i do relaxation tea that's a product that we sell that you know i started doing that more consistently it's got natural calming herbs that just calm you your whole mind and body and everything down and then I grabbed some CBD oil, golfing partner of mine, golfing buddy, Sean suggested CBD oil that it really helped him with his post um, traumatic, you know, PTSD, post traumatic stress disorder from being in the military fighting in Afghanistan and Iraq. So I um, tried the CBD oil and that's really great at calming down. So those three things, I didn't, I no longer needed any um, alcohol in the evenings to calm down. In fact, now the only time that I have it is if we go out to eat. Or, you know, go out to dinner or maybe a social event around friends. But other than that, there's absolutely no alcohol. Don't buy it. And um, so that's a nice least $100 a month savings. So we're looking at the total saved all tallied up is $496. So that money can now be invested to free me up to have more investable dollars, which is the number one key to growing your wealth. Guys, get after it. This is your wake-up call to stop procrastinating and attack your unnecessary spending. I know this is no fun. I know it's easy to put off, but let's do it now and free up some dollars for your financial freedom account. You know, I look at this as like, it's kind of like cleaning out your garage or or if you have a self-storage unit, cleaning out your storage unit. It's definitely something that you keep putting off. I'll do that next week. I'll do that next month. And then you keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And then you just keep, it keeps kind of looming over you energetically. So not only are we going to free up financial space to, you know, create more wealth in your and future um, growth in your portfolio, but you're going to energetically clear these things off because they could be weighing on you a bit because you've been procrastinating them, you keep procrastinating over and over. So we want to clear that energy off so that you can live presently and, and, and more enjoy the moment. So you guys do this, send me a message on Instagram and let me know that once you've got it done, how much you saved, what you cut out. I'd love to hear the feedback of what you guys were able to do to grow your investable dollars. So let it rip. And for accountability, report back to me. I will absolutely promise I'll respond if you send me a message and I'll celebrate with you. That's a wrap for this episode on the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. If you'd like to dive deeper into your own wealth building strategy, check us out at myindestructiblewealth.com and follow along on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and yes, even TikTok. Send me your questions and your financial challenges, and I promise I'll respond. Also, I'll think you're really awesome if you'll share and leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. Until next time, remember our mission here is to help you make, keep, and grow wealth you can enjoy now and for years to come. Years to come.